Welcome to the Level Up Bariatrics Podcast. If you want to feel motivated, prepared, and excited for your weight loss surgery journey, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Whitney Gibson, a bariatric dietitian who has helped hundreds of people succeed with weight loss surgery. Are you ready to do the same? Let's go. Hey, all you awesome listeners. It's Whitney, your bariatric dietitian. Today, we've got something fun for you. It is actually an action item or a homework item. So I think this would be really fun. I think more than anything, it's going to help prepare you for bariatric surgery. So if you're one that's already had weight loss surgery, I think this would also be very applicable for anyone who wants to restart or get back on track. Maybe you didn't do the level of work prior to surgery that I usually have people do, but um, I think this is an incredible help. This is actually an exercise that's meant for um, kind of like the, the, not kind of, it is meant for the business world. So whenever it comes to um, creating a new business venture, uh, this is called a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. So this is something that can be used for, uh, this is basically a framework used to evaluate a company's competitive position and to develop a strategic planning method. So uh, what this does, it kind of identifies internal and external factors, as well as current and future potential. So we can kind of apply this to real life. Um, so have you ever had something big you needed to prepare for, like starting a new business or a personal venture? In this case, maybe you're considering having weight loss surgery, or you've had weight loss surgery, like I'd said, and you need to restart or refocus. So for myself, I've actually done this for myself. Um, for those of you who don't know me, or if you've not been my patient before or whatever, um, I, I have this business venture that I want to work on or that I am working on, I should say. I'm currently transitioning from the in-office setting, working telehealth, and I'm going to kind of transfer everything that I do for my patients in the office to an online platform. My big vision is to create a big, badass, bariatric supportive program that can support people long-term with your success. Because we all know after bariatric surgery, people really tend to fall off the map. So, um, that's basically what I'm working on. So I, I definitely use something like this to help me identify what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So that's exactly what SWOT stands for, S-W-O-T, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So this is something that I want you guys to do for yourself so that you can really open up your mind, reflect, and optimize on um, some of the things that you do have going for yourself that's good. But while we don't like to focus on the negative, you really do need to identify the things that might hold you back in the future or keep you from succeeding with your goals. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. So there's four things. And essentially what I would like for you to do is take this, have a notebook ready. Um, You can listen to this the first time if you want to and replay it later, but sit down with yourself and actually do the work so that you can uh, really thrive with this exercise. So let's start off with strengths. So I'll explain each one of these and I'll give some examples so that you can uh, have some ideas on what you might choose. So of course, I'm going to kind of apply these all to the bariatric world uh, so that it seems uh, a little bit more relatable. So with strengths, I want you to identify at least five strengths. 
So these are the things that are really going to help you in the long run. And uh, this can be kind of like your foundation for success. So some examples of strengths that you might list would be maybe you're a good planner. So you've got good planning practices. You like to use a scheduler. You're really good at keeping your appointments with yourself. Well, that's wonderful because that's really what goal setting is about is achieving those goals. So planning is kind of a good foundation for that. Maybe you like uh, physical activity or exercise. So um, that's really great because you really have to focus on exercise after surgery without long-term uh, exercise on a consistent basis, you, you can fail. You can regain weight, of course. I mean, your body's going to recognize that as stagnant uh, or doing not, you're not burning any calories. You have to exercise. Um, maybe you like to cook. So that's a great one. Um, goal-driven. What if you're really goal-driven? That kind of ties in with planning some somewhat, but maybe you're very goal-driven and, and to have goals in mind really helps you to succeed. Um, and then maybe you're willing to try new things. So if you're willing to try new things, you have an open mind that will really serve you well. Moving on to weaknesses. Maybe your weakness is low willpower or you just don't have a lot of motivation. Maybe you have limited knowledge of nutrition and exercise. Maybe you are immobile. Maybe you're like, you're in a, are you in a wheelchair? Do you have um, low endurance whenever it comes to exercise? Are you out of breath quickly? Do you just have low strength? Maybe you don't like to cook or you're a poor cook. Or maybe you're just uncomfortable trying new things. Does that shove you out of your comfort zone trying new things? Does it make you anxious? Well, there are ways around all of these things, but you do at least need to identify your weaknesses. Uh, generally, you would go to opportunities next, but I'm actually going to skip to threats first because I like to take the opportunities uh, and base, the, base them upon your threats. So moving to threats, maybe your threat is your work schedule or the nature of your job. So this can really get in the way. I've got nurses, doctors, teachers, you know, you have a certain schedule that you adhere to throughout the entire day. Um, this can really get in the way of taking care of yourself after surgery. I see this quite a bit. So maybe you take off a week or two after surgery, maybe even three weeks or more. Um, I see people do very well with their diet progressions, their consistent consistency with walking or getting started with exercise. And then as soon as they start back to work, they're dehydrated, they're behind on their protein goals, they're not exercising. So it can all go out the window if you don't establish good habits ahead of time. But that is definitely a threat. That's one of the biggest threats that I see out there is a work schedule or the nature of your job. Another threat could be your support system just sucks. Maybe you don't have a good support system. Maybe your family is not supporting you on this journey. They don't feel like you should be having the surgery. Or maybe just everybody around you eats like crap. They don't exercise. They're just not very proactive with their health. So that's a threat. Another one could be your physical limitations. So your physical limitations can literally hold you back for do, from doing the level of exercise that you need to be doing or to really optimize on your uh, weight loss surgery. Um, there's ways around this, but that is a physical limitation. Or I'm sorry, that is a threat, physical limitations. Maybe you have a busy family life outside of work. This is kind of the same thing as your work schedule or the nature of your job. This can definitely get in the way. Um, I've, I've seen families of, you know, three, four kids, and as soon as they're out of work or school, 
it's sports, sports, dinner, this, that. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, your your schedule is kind of filled up the more people you have in your household. Um, and then maybe you have um, a certain level of food addiction or an unhealthy relationship with food. That's something that definitely is going to get in your way. You're having bariatric surgery. You're having metabolic surgery, stomach surgery, whatever. You're literally just changing your physical uh, part of you. You're not changing anything mental. So if these things aren't addressed prior to surgery, if we don't reach out to the right people, that can definitely be a significant threat. So identifying, uh, oh, I'm not done yet. Here we go. Opportunities. We need to move to opportunities. So considering some of those threats and weaknesses, we can kind of define our opportunities. So maybe your opportunities lie within better planning with your time. So I don't care who you are. You can wake up 15 minutes earlier. You can make more time. Even if you work 12 hour shifts, you can make more time allow 15 minutes a day, or maybe you optimize on your days off of work. So no matter what it is or where you can fit it in, you can make more time. Daily self-care. This can kind of take care of a lot of this. If you, if you're pouring all your energy into your family, your work, everybody else, except for you, you have nothing left to pour into your own cup. That's very low self-care. And if that's the way you're going to do things long-term, you will not succeed with surgery. I promise you. So you really do have to practice self-care, eat healthy, be in the right mindset and move your body. So if you're practicing self-care, you've got great opportunities because you can really start to focus more on yourself and get things other, uh, get things in line. Um, let's go back to, let's see, you, you stink at cooking or you're a poor cook. Well, an opportunity, there are cooking classes out there. If you don't go to a physical in-person cooking class, you can utilize YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube these days. So taking basic cooking classes, you can take online courses or just watch videos. It doesn't have to be anything crazy significant or, um, you know, super in-depth, even if you just do like the basic, you know, basic planning methods or basic meal prep methods that can really be helpful. Um, if you didn't know, or if you have low knowledge of exercises um, <clears throat> or nutrition, the nutrition part Hopefully your dietitian that you're working with is really educating you on basic nutrition. There are basic concepts that you really need to learn that will kind of take you for the rest of your life. Like these are unchanged facts about foods that you can apply for the rest of your life. So hopefully you're doing a little bit of education prior to going into bariatric surgery. Um, if not, I question your program. But all that to say, there are videos out there. You can learn new exercises on YouTube, Amazon Prime can meet with a trainer, all that to say there are resources out there to learn about exercises. And then with the behavioral health thing, you know, you've got opportunities out there. There are tons of providers these days, you know, this time, even since COVID mental health has gone down the drain. So there's, there, there's even been, you know, there's tons of opportunities and providers out there that are offering help now for, um, for mental help. And, if you're not accessing those resources, I think there's a huge miss because there are a lot of people who have food addictions or just unhealthy relationships with food in general. And yes, you're going to likely have to go through a psych requirement prior to your surgery, especially if you're going through insurance. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of these psych appointments are just a box to get checked off 
for insurance purposes. Um, sometimes they're not being utilized to their fullest um, and, and not really helping you in the long run. They're just really making sure that you're mentally fit for surgery. So if you feel like there are things that you need to identify, um, you really need to access those resources. Ask for different recommendations or referrals from your bariatric program. You can utilize uh, online programs like betterhelp.com. I just signed up. I'm actually in therapy one day a week. Um, and this kind of helps me stay in the right mindset and identify different areas of my life that affect me, my day-to-day, -day, the way I think about things. So I can't speak enough about behavioral health. That's a huge aspect of um, bariatric surgery and going through this whole life change. So there's your four guys. You've got your strengths that you need to identify. That's huge. Uh, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. You can do them in whatever order you want. It really doesn't matter. But um, all that to say, guys, you are the one in control of your success. And unless you do some level of self-work prior to surgery, you're not truly preparing yourself for success in the long term. And that's my, that's my opinion, but that's also what we see after surgery. If, uh, I, I can see who's done their level of self-work. I can understand or I can see who's really put forth the effort to prepare themselves for surgery, both mentally, physically, um, and I just, I just can't say enough about it. So this is a wonderful exercise. Um, I wish you the best of luck with it. Have fun with it. Do this with a friend. If you want to, you can share your answers. There's something about that camaraderie and that buddy system whenever you're going through this kind of journey that really is helpful. So take it, run with it, have fun with it. Um, share your answers. If you want to respond to this um, podcast, leave some comments, um, tell, share your answers. I'd love to see what you guys come up with. So without further ado, I'll let you guys go get to work. I can't wait to see what your answers are. Um, and uh, stay tuned. I've got a podcast coming up. Uh, it's going to be titled Mindset. So this can definitely be something that you pair alongside of this. So go ahead. Be awesome. Stay tuned. Catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Level Up Bariatrics podcast. If you feel you have a great story you'd like to share about your weight loss surgery experience, reach out and let me know. You too can help inspire others to take charge and live a happier, healthier life you all deserve. Until next time.